Welcome everybody to, uh, what is it, 34 of it, uh, episode 34 of XN Interviews. Uh, this week, um, joining us, as always, is J-Ax. How you doing, man? Good, man. Um, and our guest this week is Slayman, uh, Slaymon. How do you pronounce it? Slaymon. Yeah, you got it, you got it. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, dude, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous, can't lie, uh, honestly. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be getting interviewed. I feel like uh, like Michael Jordan or Michael B. Jordan, either one of them. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure. It really is. Uh, it's nice to meet you guys as well. Yeah, dude, nice to meet you as well. Um, yeah, so uh, how did you start uh, playing MCOC and um, what led you to creating content? All right. Well, I have to go into my origin story then. So, um, let's hear it. Back in tw- <laughs> uh, back in 2015, I was part of the CIA, uh, and I was part of the youth division of the CIA known as Team Red. So, there's like a Black Ops team, which is like Team Black, and then there's also Team Red, which is more of a surveillance team. Now, um, there's like what's it called? There's positions within this team red, right? So there's alpha red, who's like the leader, right? But I was the best at surveillance. So I had the title of Omega red. Now keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> Jay okay. knows where I'm going with this. Jay knows where I'm going. I do, man. <laughs> Back in 2020, the CIA was hired by Kabam to keep an eye on the gifting events, right? So we were supposed to make sure it was nice and clean, right? And that's when I got into the game around November, December. Um, but I've had my account for like five years. But I, I would just like like play it and then get off it, for take a two-year break and come back on it. But when I was on the special assignment, right, I just started playing, man. Like I was playing nonstop. I was doing arena. I was watching war videos. Uh, what got me like into streaming especially was um bg's uh, unzo i think it was called that that's what got me into streaming because i'm like oh my god i set my first super chat in and he read it out loud and i was super excited and whatnot and it distracted me from my assignment so i got fired from the cia because i was doing streams instead of you know doing my surveillance duties wow. so yeah <laughs> but yeah that's that was basically me getting into the game i was in love with superheroes i downloaded this game took like a four-year break came back and then just started grinding like i went into arena um i like played non-stop like eight hours a day i went from uncollected to Thronebreaker in a month just because i did so much content but yeah wow. <laughs> that's crazy. pretty crazy yeah yeah so um so what uh, got you into creating content Oh, dude, it was just watching, like, wonderful content creators. I just, I was watching, like, streams and whatnot, and people are having so much fun interacting with one another. And with COVID, right, I miss that with people. Like, I miss going to school. I miss going to the gym. I miss all these social events that I used to do. And I just wanted to stream, and I was like, you know what? I have a laptop. <laughs> I think this will work. I um I sent a super chat into Enzo's stream. Enzo Eigen, super nice dude. And I asked him what his setup was, and he gave me like a whole tutorial breakdown on his stream in front of his viewers. So I felt really nice. And he gave me a shout out, and I just had to go there. I had to go in from there. And yeah, I wanted to do something special for my first stream. So I was like, you know what? I'm doing the Abyss first stream. (laughs) So yeah, I went in deep, man. I went in deep. But yeah, it's so much fun. I met so many amazing people in the community as well. Uh, it's been one of the best experiences of my life, seriously. 
cool. Um, so, uh, you said you went into the to the abyss the first stream. Uh, how did that go? Oh, um, well, it it was going really well. I started off against Thing. I don't even know how I remember this, man, but I could like break down my whole abyss path. But I started off really well against Thing, and uh, it was like an Aegon three f revive fight, and then I started choking on Omega Red. But I remember the thing I remember the most vividly was Lefty Knox and Cataclysm two one five both raided me, and the second they raided, I had Magneto against Ghost, and I couldn't like get to an SP three. Like I was shaking so much, I like died like twenty times on that fight, even though it's such a favorable matchup for Magneto. So yeah, that it went it went better than what I thought. I guess no, it went worse than what I wanted because I thought I could do like four thousand units end up doing it in like 6,000 units. But that's when I learned like whenever you stream content, you're probably going to do worse in it. So I, I was at peace with myself. Yeah, okay. So um, you also mentioned you went from uncollected to Thronebreaker in a month. So uh, what did what kind of uh, dedication did that take? I'm talking like, you know, like Rocky Three training, <laughs> like that kind of dedication. Like I put on a headband in the morning arena. And then I'd go into questing, use all my energy, then farm, then back to arena, like something like that. Because uh, I wasn't doing well in school in my first semester. I got into the university I really wanted to go to, into the program I wanted as well. But with COVID messing up like like my whole routine and schedule, uh, I just wasn't doing well in school. So I ended up uh, not dropping out. Like I still go to the same university with the same program, but I ended up taking a break. And I had only the game to do. So, yeah, I was just going in hard, man. Uh, I got extremely lucky, too. It wasn't like I, I earned it, I guess, like, completely. But, like, every crystal I popped, I ended up getting Cosmic T5CC. And then I formed the Cosmic. And then I pulled CGR from a featured crystal, and he was my first rank 3. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, man. So, um, yeah, dude. So, uh, what are your thoughts on these uh, on the new Cavalier quests so far? Oh, like the notes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I, I don't know. I hate some of them. I hate the science one a lot. I don't know. <laughs> the poisons, <laughs> man. Yeah, you don't like that one either, right? The poisons, man, I don't really like that just because it, it reduces your healing. Uh, but it, th this one isn't as bad as like last month. Last month with the skill and the heal block, that was, that was, yeah. yes. I really oh, yeah. didn't like that. Um, but I don't know, cab EQ, uh, to someone with my roster, it goes by so quickly that I don't even really notice the nodes that much. So, uh, I'm not sure, like, what else I could add to that question. Um, so do you remember your first, uh, four, five, and or six star? Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, I have it written down here. No, no, I'm kidding. I, I remember <laughs> it. Uh, but I think my first three star was Captain America. So back when, like... Oh my God, Jay, that's beautiful. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Omega should be bowing though. That's the thing. I I don't know about that. But yeah. Um. So my first three star, I think, was like four, five years ago when I was back in the beginner bracket of arena, and I accidentally got like Captain America. I don't know. I just threw my champions in the arena and I got Captain America. Uh, my first four star was Superior Iron Man, and my first four star dupe was Superior Iron Man. And wow. <laughs> I know, but here's the thing. This continues. Hold on. I'll, I'll get to it. But I remember I, we had a camera, right? And it was a Samsung camera, but you could play games on it. It had like apps. It wow. was like the craziest camera I've ever seen in my life. So that's where, and I got them out of a premium. 
Um, and then my first five star was Yellow Jacket, and my first five star dupe was Yellow Jacket. So it wasn't brilliant. <laughs> um, and then my first six star was Warlock, and my first six star dupe was also Warlock. Dang, dude. So I'm hoping for like a seven star Omega Red, because I know I'm <laughs> going to get the dupe first, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so uh, what have been some of the uh, hardest fights you've encountered? Uh, hardest fights where I pull out my hair. Okay, uh, the number one, I think, hardest fight was Abyss Green Goblin. Um, I did that one on stream, and I did it with Magneto, but it was a five-star Magneto. Uh, the six-star rank three that I have now makes a lot, uh, a much more difference, but with the five-star, you basically had a 50% chance to either take a thousand damage on block or zero. And sometimes it just wouldn't go your way, and you end up taking like 25% chip damage on block like after like 10 hits it's pretty crazy and the other thing is is you have to keep up an armor break during the fight or else you're going to be doing way less damage so that was the other thing i had to do with mags and the fight took an hour it took a thousand units and it took like like half my resources for the run it was it was amazing and it was one of the only visible times on stream where i was very 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 frustrated so yeah um you guys can I could probably link the stream in here later on if you guys want to watch that. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah. So I was watching your uh Fourth of July video and you got some really nice pools. Uh care to tell us who what they were? Uh no, I'm gonna keep that a secret for the views. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys know. Oh man, that 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 opening was crazy. Um well the first one well not the first one, but the first one yeah, the first pull I got was Falcon. Uh, I, I've always liked Falcon. I took my 5-star up to SIG 200. He's one of my only rank 5 skills, along with Aegon. So that was that was a really good pull. I was happy with that. And then and then the madness started after Falcon. <laughs> um, I pulled Strife once, and then I pulled him again. <laughs> so twice, yeah. so I had to dupe on him. And then I pulled him a third time, which was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's JX sharing it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah, and then and then well, obviously I pulled I pulled my boy, I pulled my code name in the CIA. I pulled Omega Red. That's my guy. Uh, I pulled them and I proceeded to have like a a minute squeal fest in a video. <laughs> it it was amazing, and I I don't know, man. My heart was pounding. My hands were shaking, and then I got a bit greedy. I was like, Kabam, can you give me Doom as well? And Janik offered to give me doom so i got doom oh sorry not janic kabam offered to give me doom <laughs> and i got doom <laughs> yeah that's awesome dude uh congratulations Thanks, by the way it was a sweet sweet opening <laughs> oh yeah it was crazy man i hope i hope you guys all get to experience something like that in the game you know what i mean for sure um so yeah have you done uh any of the karina's challenges or the uh the summer of pain challenges uh yes yeah, so summer of pain right now is 100 percent complete except for the robot one i still got to do that fight with warlock i'm kind of hoping they get rid they um fix up the parry bug so i can have an easier time with that but if not i'll just kind of uh brute force my way through it when it comes to the karina challenges i've done two of the three star ones so i think it's called mystic dispersed where you just use any other champion that's not mystic in the mystic chapter and then the Loki one. And I'm actually, funny enough, uh, this level up that, that's coming by, I'm planning on taking uh, my five-star CGR up 
my five-star Angela and Hype up as well, and my five-star Wolverine up for two of the challenges. So there's like the Cosmic Challenge. I think it's called Astral Anger. And then the 1992-97 challenge. I'm getting ready to do those. And I need the one to two gem from the Kabam Mike challenge. I just gotta I just gotta grind some revives. But yeah, those those are gonna be happening very, very soon. Jay, you got uh, some questions over there? Uh yeah, man. Well uh what's uh what's one character you'd add to the game? Um <laughs> Well, it's definitely not Legion, but um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding, man. Dang, you guys caught me off guard with this one. Okay, hold on. Um, I gotta think. I gotta think. Omega Red's in the game, so I can't say him. Um, <laughs> he had some more Russian characters. The Winter Guard. Uh, I don't. I don't really care for the Russian characters, to be honest. <laughs> Honestly, okay. I don't know why. The thing is, like, I guess people might want to know why I fell in love with Omega Red. It's not because like he was Russian or he's red or he has Omega in the name or whatnot. It's just because he was so much fun to play in Alliance War. Um, I know I'm getting off on a tangent. I'll get back to your question, but um, okay. in uh, I remember my Alliance, the first Alliance that I joined that was serious about war. Uh, they wanted me to take path 9.2, which is the stun reflection path. And I saw a Korg on that path, and I didn't know who to take that with. And I just kind of found out on streams, asking around, that Omega Red is a good counter. And I had the guy SIG 200, rank 5. Uh, so I was like, yeah, why not? Might as well use him, right? And I went in, and it was a rank 3 Korg on stun reflection. And Omega Red is a 5-star, not even fully boosted, like half boosted, like destroyed him. And I was like, what? Why have I not used this character this much? And I just used them that whole season, man. And it was the most fun war season to this date. Um, where I just got to have fun. I get to shred fights. And and I'm just laughing. And 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 yeah, that's how I just fell in love with the character. So yeah, that's I just wanted to get I always just wanted to get into that. But if there's one character I would add, I think it would have to be Fallen Surfer. I can't lie. I was okay. looking at I was looking at pictures of him, and he's super cool. He is super super cool. Um, kind of sad he dies. Spoiler, sorry. Uh, but like, yeah, he's he's dope, man. You're talking about the black super silver surfer, right? Yeah. Have you seen the CGR comic? It's yeah. not the CGR comic, but the two Thanoses. Yeah, that 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 guy is crazy. I like that guy. <laughs> King in Black comics. I, I could be that. I'm not sure what the comics are called. I don't know. I just go on read online free comics and I just find stuff and read it. That's if you were to ask me who I really wanted to add to MCOC, it'd be like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, one day man. I mean, I think he's still a Marvel. Well, yeah, Marvel owns. Comic yeah, comics. -wise. Yeah, that's MJ. That's him. Yeah, Dude, that he's, guy. Also, he's also the Obsidian Surfer. So I think because like they call him the Fallen One. Which mm -hmm. is weird because another Herald's the Fallen One. That's like the first Herald. So yeah. there's a lot of confusion right there. And they just renamed him the Obsidian Surfer. Yeah, wasn't he wasn't he Stan Lee's favorite character, Surfer in general? Um, I don't know, but it, would, it was be. something like that. I don't know. But yeah, that's the dude I want. Um he's he is super, super cool. Him or actually Thor Infinity War, now that I see the hammer. Because Thor Infinity War was like the most hyped character in the movie. Oh, dude, yes. When, when he did that Wakanda scene, Jay, when he came in and he's like, bring me Thanos, everyone in the theater lost their mind. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think he would be pretty cool as well. Here, I want to show you something that I made. I turned Silver Surfer into the Obsidian Surfer. Oh, Jay. Jay. <laughs> 
Dude, oh man, that looks so cool. And if you, I'm pretty sure you can, uh, you show me that website where you can put the six star border around it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that is so cool. Yeah, it's made by Sean. It's okay. a pretty cool website. Uh, save image. <laughs> I can send it to you. No, no, I saved it from the chat. <laughs> That's a really cool image, man. Hey, you're welcome, man. Yeah, All so, right. uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, I was just going to say, what, what would one character you'd want to buff? I'd want to what? Buff. Oh, buff a character? Oh, dude, I think Omega Red just needs a bit of a <laughs> No, no, they need a nerf Omega Red. He's too good. Uh, one character I'd want to buff? That's a very good question. Um, what's one character I play that I find a lot of fun? I play so many. I think Doom just needs more crit resistance. Uh, no. Um, you know what? I think Mojo. I think Mojo... He's so much fun to play. I think he just needs a slight buff in terms of a bit more damage and his block proficiency. I think his block proficiency, if it were to go up, he'd become so much more viable. He's one of my favorite rank threes to just play around with. His passive degen is a lot of fun. His animations are super funny. Like he, when he taunts you and stuff, it's hilarious. But yeah, his block proficiency makes him a potion sucker. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Okay, so um, are you a free-to-play player, mostly? Oh, uh, no, no, dude. Um, uh, well, I try to be, but on days like July 4th and spring cleaning, I'll, I'll clean out the bank. You know, I'll, I'll take down Bank of America with me to get all, <laughs> to get all the deals. Okay, so do you, uh, do you buy the sigil? Yeah, I do buy the sigil most of the time. Sometimes I just don't even bother picking it up, especially when I'm low on catalysts and items. There's really no point. Okay. Um, trying to think. Uh, shoot. <laughs> I was no worries, man. No. Fire saying Mojo's my boy. No, Mojo's my boy. So, uh, what were what were some of the best deals for the Fourth of July that you had? Uh, the two best deals, in my opinion, were the five dollar deals. Um. It was like 3,000 tier 5 basic fragments, I want to say. Oh, no, it was 18,000 tier 5 basic fragments. And then 3,000 six-star shards for five bucks. Amazing deal. That, that was one I'd pick up right away. And the other one was the six-stone offer. It was like, it's 30 USD, which is like, I don't know, like 45 Canadian plus tax, which is pretty BS, but we'll, we won't talk about that. Uh, but it was 30 USD for like 35 six-stones. And like a bunch of other stuff, and it was a really, really good deal. Even if it was just 35 six stones for 30 USD, it was a pretty good deal. But then they added a bunch of stuff on top of that. I think everything else was just um, very underwhelming. The only reason I bought everything was because like I picked up two jobs. Like I really grinded to save for that day, right? So um, uh, it would have been such a waste for me to grind all that money and then not spend it on that day. And I'm glad I did. Like we, like I just explained the opening. I'm, I'm very, very glad I did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so for for uh, Cavs, it wasn't as good, I don't think. I don't know. It was okay. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm working on getting Thronebreaker. Jay just got it over the uh, the weekend, so congratulations to him. Yeah, his <laughs> opening was crazy. That's a yeah. lot of crystals. I don't know how you save up that many without like getting an itch to open I didn't. Up. That was just all the deals. That was just, I got it. I, I completed oh. X6. 
bought deals and that's all the crystal that was all it combined i didn't save anything oh okay yeah never never mind then. <laughs> I, probably... I can't i can't hoard man i i just i'm like dude that crystal i want to open it dude i see 10k battle chips i gotta open an arena crystal, <laughs> yeah. you know xn yeah, so... how far are you how far are you from thornbreaker i'm on 6.2.4 oh okay yeah, yeah. you're getting King right King into King the boss. hard stuff yeah you so, know who's good for that kingpin boss who's that Omega Red. Yeah, <laughs> I snuck it in there, didn't I, guys? Hey, you know what? I've got an Omega Red at uh, R3 right now, so I'll be taking him up soon. He's duped and everything. Nice. Dude, nice. nice. Yeah. I need a five-star or a six-star, bro. I need him. Yeah. I only have a four-star. Uh, I took my four-star think... to Sig 99. I had to. <laughs> I think the only champion that I'm missing right now that I really need is Doom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a killer. I just, yeah. I'm still... Uh, I ranked five mines over the week, so mm-hmm. about the max amount. Oop, shot top of my prestige. <laughs> yeah. I remember I didn't have Doom for the longest time. I didn't have Doom for most of my Abyss Pass, and then I bought that Mystic Cavalier Nexus they had for like a week, and lo and behold, Doom popped out of that, and I was like the happiest human on Earth, and then I wanted more. I feel like that's how the game works. You set a goal for yourself. I'm going to get Omega Red as a six star, and then I'll be happy. And now here I am crying about how I don't have Mr. Negative as a six star. So, <laughs> but, Yeah, man. Um, so are you done with the Abyss? Yes, 100% done. I'm never looking in that direction again. I, uh, every time I go by it in the screen, my hands tremble. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I still haven't mentally recovered from going in there twice in a week, which is a very bad idea. Please don't do that. But yeah, I go in there every once in a while for testing. Like, uh, I don't know, for a rank three Magneto video that's coming out soon. Uh, I'm going in with Iron Man. And, uh, I'm going in against Iron Man Infinity War. It was a really easy solo. Uh, but I actually, I want to go back in one more time. And uh, NP saying where it's Abyss. So I want to go back into the Abyss one more time. I think when I reach like maybe 400, 500 subs, I want to do like a charity stream kind of fun thing where I go back into Abyss, do the easy path and do it for charity. I think that'd be really fun because Abyss, when I did it, the five times, the five paths I did, it was some of the most fun content in the game. It was frustrating. It was long. It was very, very tiring, but um, it was a lot of fun conquering it. Like the second you got a path done, it felt amazing. So, yeah. Nice. Okay, so um, are you done with the uh, 7.2 or 7.1? Yeah, 7.1 and 7.2 were 100%. 7.1 was a struggle because I had like a really small, like, um, what's it called, roster at the time. Like, I had no science champions. I had Void at like, rank 4. That's it. That was my only science champion. So, like, uh, the vivified path where you need to put a debuff from a science champion in 7.1, that was that was a really, really hard path. Uh, 7.2 was exponentially easier just because I had a roster, and I just ranked three CGR like most of my path too. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I think it's some of the best content in the game and some of the most rewarding for the effort that's put into it. So yeah, yo X10, you gotta you gotta conquer X6, get to this other side where it's all like nice and easy and heavenly yeah. and rewards. You gotta get to this side, X10. Yeah. You'll have fun. <laughs> I did all of uh, chapter three and four in the same week. Yeah. I remember back in the day, Act 6, rank 3, 5-star Magneto literally carried me through 6.3 and 6.4. I did it over two days. It was such a mistake, but it worked out. <laughs> um, 
yeah. Uh, Jay, you got a couple more questions over there? Uh, yeah, man. So uh, are you CCP, for those who don't know? I am not CCP, no. Um, I wanted to... Well, uh, I think the requirements were you have to have like 500 subs and or 25 concurrent viewers on your streams. And I don't meet those requirements yet. When I do, I'll, I'll of course apply. It'd be awesome to just have an unlimited playground. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, man. Don't be discouraged to apply before you hit those two, because obviously I don't hit the requirements, and a lot of a couple other people who got who joined don't. So if they like Bambria, like your content, they'll for sure you know check out all oh, you have you to offer. Like like what's it called? Like Jay, you work on like art projects and stuff like that. And um, sorry if I got that wrong, but that's my understanding of it. And Marco does infographics and stuff like that. But when it comes to just purely YouTube, I think there's certain requirements you have to meet. Like of course, right now that you said that, I'm gonna apply right after this. Uh, <laughs> But but yeah, I think I that's that was my understanding. Yeah, of for it. sure. Yeah, like I think the the podcast, like this podcast, actually interviews for sure is definitely helped out. Even Thal, when we had him on the interview, said that they're trying to get more podcast. So it's definitely a reason why I'm in, and XN will apply too and see if we can get in as well. All right. Well, stay yeah. tuned for the Slay podcast coming in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude, even if you were to get into the CCP, what are some things that uh, you would look to do for uh, content creation? Oh, man, um, I would just be testing a lot of theories. That's that's what I do. My favorite part about this game is being able to plan and nerd out over stuff like like when I was doing Alliance War planning for my battle group uh, back in my last alliance. The planning was like my favorite part because you get to plan, you get to do counters and it felt really rewarding to see people like use your counters and do well. Uh, what sucked about that though was like a different story was just the monitoring so I couldn't do it anymore. But that's my favorite part. Like I remember when the Grandmaster Gauntlet came out, I spent like like three, four hours a day for like four or five days just planning and watching and learning and it was so much fun to do. And that's my favorite part is just learning what matchups are in the game and what who counters what nodes and uh, being able to find the most efficient champion for stuff. I, I find that so much fun to do. So having like your own playground to do whatever you want and test whatever matchups you want without like having any uh, cost for your account in terms of like energy refills or whatnot, I think that would be super fun for me. And yeah, I'm not sure if I'd, uh, I'd probably release a lot of that in videos. That's essentially what I'm going to do, like, uh, can Strife counter thorns, or how well does he do that, or videos like that, essentially, is what my content in the CCP would be focused around. I'm not normally a hype man for new champions. Uh, like, I, I really don't care for Hercules or America Chavez, so I would, I would be leaving them alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I would just be testing theories. Okay, yeah, man. You can, yeah, you can definitely do that. There's, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. I, I got to test it. I've been on vacation, so I haven't really gotten to play with all the new toys. Ooh. But... So the CCP, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Congrats on that, by the way. I don't know if I said that to you. Hey, man. Thank you. Uh, Jay, you got a couple more over there? Uh, yeah, man. So we, we have, what, I think it's the 7.3 beta starting tomorrow. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so what are you looking forward to that, man? Oh, man. I don't even think I'm going to play 7.3. But but hold on. <laughs> I'm in the beta. <laughs> I'm in the beta, right? But uh, my plan was like to make a lot of content around, like, do you know the theories I was just talking about? Yeah. 
I plan to just do that. I plan to pretend it's the CCP that I'm in for a week and just make a bunch of content within it. Especially since I have 10 rank 3s and I haven't made videos about any of them. And I'd like to explore like the limit to what rank 3s can do. Uh, and the other thing I want to do is a lot of people in this community have been uh, sleeping on Strife. I think he's like one of the best mutants easily in the game. And I think he deals with so much, and I really want to make a video on him just defending my boy Strife. Because, again, he's stronger than Cable in the comics. He took out APOC and, like, all the X-Men together. You know what? Strife is amazing, all right? He's, 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 a, he's a god. So I just <laughs> want to make sure people know that. Uh, but, yeah, that's how basically I'm going to be spending my 7.3 beta is... Um, I'm assuming that you have access to like stuff in Act Six because when Slayer had his beta for 7.2, he went in in like Act Six and used the CGR against all the Act Six bosses before yeah. they got nerfed. So I just want to do that, man. I just want to have fun and play around. I've cleared my schedule for this week. I bought a bunch of Red Bulls, so <laughs> I'm just gonna be on my phone a lot <laughs> for like the next week. Hell yeah, man! I, yeah, I hope that I hope it works out. I I don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah, yeah, I hope you can test out, make some awesome content. Strife, like I feel like people, like people called him the the mutant Aegon, and then I haven't heard some content for months, so I'm excited no. to see some fresh content. He's not a mutant Aegon. He's just Strife. I, I don't like this the skill Corvus the cosmic <laughs> mole man. I don't like this stuff. No, no, just stop. Every yeah. character is their own thing. Strife yeah. is Strife, and I just want to be able to show that, and I want to be able to show people that, yeah. He can be used for for lots more things. He's not just a jack of all trades. He's sometimes the best options for things. So I really want people to get on board because he had a lot of hype and then it came crashing down yeah. and then no one bothered to actually go back to him, I think, is what my opinion of what happened. So, Yeah, I totally agree. I would love to have a strife. Uh, I've got a six-star APOC and Cable was my first two five-stars. So, Damn, six star <laughs> APOC. You lucky yeah. guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I I would love to see some strife content. Oh my god, totally. well, I got two viewers right here. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> For sure. Um, so uh who are some other characters that you that you like to play with? Um this one may come as a shock, but Omega Red is one that I like genuinely <laughs> enjoy. Uh, the other one that I really like um, is Doom. I think he's probably my second favorite character to play in the game is Doom, just because he's he's really funny, and I find him funny because he can get in the he can get hit in the face ninety two times. He'll take fourteen SP threes, and he'll still be alive. <laughs> he's he's so OP. He's such a tank. Uh, as the five star, I didn't really notice it that much, but when I took my six star to rank three, he's actually like unkillable. So. Yeah, uh, he's like my second favorite to play, just out of sheer amusement of not being able to die. Uh, one of my other favorites to play is Mojo. I really like playing Mojo. I like his passive degen so much. I like how they just melt away and there's nothing they could do about it. I find that really satisfying. Um, another one that I like to play is Void. It's the same kind of for the same reason as Mojo. They just kind of melt away and there's nothing they could do. But yeah, those are mostly the characters I play. Uh, there are some characters I play a lot, like Magneto, but I don't really find him that fun. Just He's just kind of like, you have to play him against the metal. Uh, but yeah, that, that's about it for all the characters I play. It's mostly just Omega Red these days. Like I'll go against robots with Omega Red. I don't care anymore. I have them now. I'm going to use them everywhere. So who are some characters that you don't like playing with? 
oh, well, I wouldn't be playing them then. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, characters that are just like really vanilla and boring. Um, well, actually, I'll actually throw Magneto into that list. Uh-huh. He's he's amazing. He's an, I took him to rank three, no hesitation. He's amazing, but I like champions where you have to actively think while using them. So for Omega Red, I have to keep track of his death spores. I got to make sure to watch his D-Chen timer so I know when to heavy. I like that. I, I like that a lot. I like keeping track of that. Uh, a character I don't have, Mr. Negative, that I really want, you have to keep track of his light energy, then convert them into dark, and then make sure you don't go over 10 or else they expire. I really like that mechanic with Mr. Negative. I like this like kind of micromanagement within a fight because it makes you do fights and you're thinking about it. I just don't like stuff like parry heavy with magneto or just phase hit with ghost phase hit with ghost because it's just mindless and uh I, I just don't like champions that are like that personally so, so it, it's a lot a large range of champions sorry jay yeah, what were you saying i was gonna say so do you like more complicated champs like i think jubilee is one where you got to keep track of everything to get certain stuff done with her it's not necessarily more complicated champs it's just champs that like require you to actively play the game because I think okay. you could play Ghost like on autopilot. I don't really think you need to actually think to play Ghost. Same with Magneto. But if Jubilee has a bunch of mechanics where I have to keep track of things actively, that's uh, so much fun. I'm about to pick up Jubilee now that you said <laughs> that. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, so that, that might be one. It's part of the reason I like Strive 2 with his telepathic charges. Uh, you got to keep track of those. And, and they're like kind of like... It's kind of like you borrow telepathic charges to gain access to utility. So he has this thing where he can block unblockables, but you got to use the telepathic charge to put the concussion on them, and then he can block all unblockables for 12 seconds. Or he can use two telepathic charges to take away unstoppables and passive stuns. But then you got to get those back. So it's kind of like this economy within a fight, which I really like. Very nice. So that, that's definitely something I would look forward to seeing. Mm-hmm. Um... So, uh, what? How much do you normally grind in uh, in arena? Uh, so before, uh, it it depends. It's it's been in like phases. You know what I mean? Um, when I was doing abyss and I was trying a hundred percent, a hundred percent abyss in three months, but it required like like pulling out your hair levels of arena grinding. So it would be like three to four hours a day. It was really bad. Like, <laughs> uh, in second semester, I I don't know how I kept up with school making some form of content and and arena grinding i guess i just didn't go to sleep i i don't remember because <laughs> apparently sleep hells with your memory and i don't remember those couple months but yeah uh that's basically what i did especially since i had a smaller roster but yeah i was grinding arena a lot every day and then the second i got abyss done i was so burnt out from all the farming and the grinding that i just didn't do arena for like two months uh, and then now I'm back on Arena. I have a much bigger roster. I have like 76 stars, something like that. Uh, I have a bunch more five stars. Uh, so Arena, I got done in like two days, barely trying, and like two to three runs of my six stars and my five stars. And yeah, it was really easy to do, and I got a lot of units out of it. So yeah, uh, I'm going to be passionately, I guess, grinding Arena some more. Okay. Do you uh, Do you do any feature grinds? No, I no, dude. I'm not. I'm not hardcore enough for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I I got a bunch of boosts. I have I have a bunch of units, 
but I just don't have the roster. Like I had an uh one of my officers in my old alliance, he has like 150, 166 stars. And and he he's he's done like four or five featured grinds. It's pretty ridiculous. Um and yeah, well he, he didn't he hated himself while doing it, which I think is understandable. <laughs> uh but yeah, it just takes so much to do it. Um, that it's it's just really not worth it unless you're at the hundred six star threshold, I'd say, and then you could use boosts and uh, refund and use arenas to refresh. Oh, sorry, not arenas. Use units to refresh. But at at my level or any other level, it's just really not worth it unless you want to spend six hundred dollars, which I don't know who wants to do that. So, would you say that would be it'd be equivalent in trying to buy him in a cab crystal? Hey, you could get lucky and just pop one, man, and then <laughs> it's just 300 saying. units. But, <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, you could do what you could. It could happen, like with me, when I had when the Omega Red Cavs came around, I popped like like 9,000 units worth. I had 9,000 units. I didn't buy any units. That's crazy. Uh, but but 9,000 units worth of Omega Red Cavs. And I got like the five star like six times, which was nice because he was at six two hundred, so I didn't need it at all. Uh, but yeah, so just don't pop calves is is the lesson. And those are after the buffed rates. Those are after the buff drop rates. So it's really really not worth it to pop calves um, unless you're just like in a gambling mood, which I was today actually. I just bought the daily special, popped it. It was a six star moment. You know that could always happen, but just don't do it. I guess. <laughs> Hello. What's up? Okay. Well, I'm storm. It's storming right now, so I was want to see. Oh, the connection's going. Oh, nah. damn. Storming. Where are you at? What? Um. Central Texas. Oh, okay, okay. But I think it's XN, not me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is XN. Yeah. You good? There he is. I'm. I'm here. Okay. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) You're good, man. Yeah. No Um, worries. But yeah, I was saying. uh, Duped my uh, six-star Black Panther on my birthday last year from a daily cav crystal. Oh, nice. So, that's awesome. Yeah. He needs the dupe as well. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, that's awesome because it was... I didn't even, I mean, know he was going to get buffed until after I got him. So. You know what would have been crazy, though? It's like on your birthday, you get him, and then they announce he gets buffed on your birthday as well. That would be the craziest uh, birthday see, ever. <laughs> yeah, that would... You know, it would be even crazier if I'm, on my birthday this year, I got a six-star Doom. Oh, uh, crossing my fingers for you, man. Yeah, yeah Everyone like, needs a six-star Doom. I hope yeah. Kabam just sends them out to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my birthday's coming up on the, at the end of the month, so we'll see. Uh, good luck, man. Uh, yeah, on my birthday, thanks. I didn't get anything, so. <laughs> so, so we could share that at least. All right, we'll, we'll share that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so do you play Realm at all? Realm of Champions? Uh, man, I really wanted to. I saw, like, a couple of Jay's cutscenes video, and, and I think I've been to one of his streams. I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't remember, but I really wanted to. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I, I really wanted to, but I just don't have time. Um, it's, it's, it's my summer, but at the same time, I had, like, a really, uh, poor first semester. And it's been hard for me to get over that. So I I study like two to three hours a day. 
Um, and then obviously I play this game as well. And playing this game at a high alliance level it is not easy. Like right now I'm in a, in a pretty bad alliance. Uh, so, I mean, not bad, sorry. A pretty low alliance. Just taking a week break before I get back into a tier 2 alliance, tier 1 alliance. Not tier 1, but tier 2 alliance. Soon to be tier 1 if everything goes well. Uh, but yeah, it, it it really takes a lot of time out of your day. And and yeah, I just I just it's just hard for me to play more than one game and dedicate all my time to it. I really, really, really love MCOC. Uh this is one of my favorite games. Probably my favorite game of all time, honestly. Really? Yeah, damn right. Uh I came from the fighting game scene actually. So I was okay. a big Mortal Kombat Injustice player. And yeah. Injustice 2, I was top one hundred ranked. Uh, MK11, I was top 100 rank when it first came out. Like, I'm a big fighting game player. And then, I don't know, uh, just one day I woke up, played fighting games, got mad. Because uh, <laughs> I, I always did. It, fighting games are, like, really toxic, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got really mad, and I was like, you know what, I don't want to be, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I just kind of transitioned to MCOC. That's awesome, man. I know Dorky Diggy Day was in the Street Fighter scene, so it's it's always awesome seeing people from the other fighting games come here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sweeto was in Tekken because he always uses Tekken music. I'm not going to make that assumption, but uh, I think that's what it was. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I've noticed that as well. That and like military servicemen. I don't know why. I don't know how, but they <laughs> all play this game. Seriously, I met so many people who have been in the military who play this game. I'm not sure if they like if Kabam Market's there or something, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My dad is, but he only plays it because me and my brother do. He oh, was okay. like, let's let's all play the game together. I was like, hell yeah. And yeah, now he's he's about he might be yeah, he's right he's around where you are content wise. Oh dang. Wow, okay. That's maybe crazy. even bigger. Maybe even bigger. That's pretty crazy, I can't lie. <laughs> uh well I'm trying to get one of my friends into the game. He he plays Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, which okay, is very yeah, I've similar heard of to this nice. game. Yeah, but I'm trying he's on the fence on this game. I'm trying, man. Like every time I'm with him, I'm always playing the game and like kinda like tilting my screen towards his direction. So you could see like the Omega Red gameplay, and obviously that hooks them <laughs> in, right? Yeah, I've I've tried to get a lot of people into the game, but you know we're we're at a place where it's we've been playing for years, and if they yeah. just start, it's gonna take forever for them to catch up on. So. Bro, it sucks for people who just start. It really does, <laughs> just because it's not even like the content, and it's oh well. First off, like getting uncollected is actually not easy. Yeah. Uh, um like that that's like the first big milestone i think if you get uncollected getting cav is a lot easier than getting uncollected but also it's like there's 200 champions in the game so learning all that sucks but it's there's no real way for kabam to like fix that at least in my eyes i i couldn't really propose a solution to that but, i think but... yeah i think what they're doing like obviously the buffs like themselves are they're not really toward toward it towards us end game players yeah they're towards the mid tier to low tier player yeah. or start tier i don't know what i'm saying yeah, uh, and then oh sorry actually go ahead jay sorry no you can go ahead uh okay well sorry for interrupting but like i want to say this one thing about buffs it's like that gets me super super mad it's like when a buff <laughs> comes out right and the champion is not as good as quake and ghost we completely write them <laughs> off i really yeah. don't like that culture just when a champion gets buffed Every champion in this game, the one way to stay happy in this game is to, whenever you get a champion, try and see the positive. Try and see the glass half full. It could be Dormammu, but Dormammu yes. has technically the best power control in the game, where yep. he just does two mediums and he, they gain negative power. But you get, you get the idea, right? Um, 
every champion that's buffed is not catered toward endgame players. They're not going to be Quake or Ghost. So instead of complaining about it, just, just kind of live with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, I, I always look forward to the buffs. Mm-hmm. Sure. Except the Bishop buff, man. That, that, I don't know what they were thinking with that buff. Just because he only has two counters in Alliance War, and it's Ghost and Quake. <laughs> like you can't use anyone else like if you do he goes unblockable with specials and if he gets a bleed shocker and scenario he goes into overload i think that's just crazy how are, how are they i haven't like i said i've been on vacation so i haven't seen if they're insane okay, well, or not diablo uh everyone who has a diablo rank him up um oh, okay i have a rank one six stars so. oh dude jay <laughs> Oh, if you run suicides, he just heals. His poisons are 100% reduced potency, so he's just healing. Like, do you know the Omega Red when he heals through bleeds? Okay. Just think, of, just think about that, but like he for the whole the death force, yeah, yeah. Just think about that, but for the whole fight. So he's just 100% like healing. He finishes fights with full yellow bars, and his poisons are crazy. He hits like 5k, 6k tick poisons. So he he's a he's a mystic god tier right now. Bishop is really, really good. Uh, he hits, again, his specials have always hit hard, but he gains prowesses like really, really easily and crazily. And he heals. He, he has so much regen off those prowesses. You just hold block for a bit, you get like five regen buffs. Um, and with his awakened ability, uh, his power transitions throughout the fight. I don't think that's his awakened ability. But he has stuff where he has specials that can go unblockable. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. He's a menace on defense as well. And then Ronan... <laughs> Ronin, I think the Ronin buff was catered toward players who already play Ronin. Like they yeah, made him a lot easier. That. Yeah, they made him a lot easier to play. Uh, instead of taking all seven cruelties away for a Fury, it's three now, and the Fury is pretty good. So yeah, uh, I played around with him. Unfortunately, mine isn't awakened. But yeah, he's he he always had a fun play style. But I don't think he's for everyone, and I think that's fine. You don't need a champion that needs to be for everyone. As long as there's like a dedicated player base around it, I think that's awesome. I love the Ronin players. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, I'm just super excited to take uh, my Diablo up. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but they like, finally came. I like seeing those memes where it's like, I see it on the MCOC Reddit. But it's like like Colossus and Magneto talking to each other. It's like, who knew we'd be like this one day? Or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I paraphrased it. That's funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so who are some other uh, champions that, that you think uh, got a good buff? Um, so Magneto, I think, could have been. It's, it's okay. It's not the best buff. Colossus was okay as well. No, no, I'm being over. I'm over his <laughs> I'm... I'm I tried to be funny there, it failed, but I'm pretty sure some people with their mics muted laughed, so does that count? Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they were they were amazing buffs. Uh, they were like so ridiculous that Kabam didn't want to do that again, uh, which obviously makes sense. They basically changed the meta with those champions. But some of the other buffs that I think were small but great were amazing, like Falcon. I think Falcon just being able to hold block and then turn off a bunch of stuff is amazing that's a very good buff he's usable in so many places now he actually reached the meta uh in alliance where at least last season where he could turn off protect and can go against things really easily and efficiently uh with untouchables being bugged he's not as much used but yeah he's he's really good mole man has probably been like everyone's favorite buffed even though part of him is still bugged and the bug is in his favor um the bleeds he does the guaranteed crits 
his damage is ridic- ridiculous and he has true accuracy which means like you can't evade or miss him so like he's literally a god like he you just can't do anything you just get hit and you die um my favorite buff has been terax i remember like the most viewed video on my channel was me reviewing terax back when i had like a terrible mic and i didn't know what i was doing on youtube <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i took terax up to rank four and eventually rank five and he hits like a truck. He was essentially what CGR is, but like before CGR. So he had a whole rotation where he had power gain and he hit really hard and he had hard hitting specials. But uh, yeah, um, he he just was like really low damage. Like they needed to do a value tweak. And the second they did that, he became amazing. And he's a really good defender as well. Um, honestly, uh, oh, Ultron and War Machine. Very, very good buffs. It helped the tech class out a lot. Uh, Vulture was uh, kind of forgettable for me. I'm, I'm not really sure why Karate Mike, I think, was hyped about that buff. Uh, I don't see, I don't really see much of that. Uh, honestly, those are all, those are the only buffs I can remember. I don't, I don't remember the rest. There were so many, and they're on top of their game. So I respect that. Hopefully, they keep it up and they buff Joe Fix It, because I think he could be a god as well. He's one of the only champions in this game who can like turn on healing. I think, which is pretty ridiculous. And they can just somehow... And it's not like healing in terms of a buff that can get nullified. It's just healing that he has, which I think is really valuable. So, Nova yeah. buff sucked. Oh, uh, yeah, some of them were L's, like Ebony Ma as well. Uh, it wasn't the best. But, again, this is the glass half full perspective on Ebony Ma. He I has... mean, Sorry, the new one was pretty good, man. Like, mm-hmm. I gotta say, Ebony Ma's buff, using him... Like the DJ damage is really he he's definitely way more usable than he was. I I think they did a really good job with it. Like yeah, he's I'm, definitely not bad at all. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you're saying that. I know a lot of people. I'm not saying you guys in the chat right now. I know a lot of people didn't like the Ebony Ma buff. But again, you gotta take out the glass half full perspective. Passive degen is the most OP like debuff. Not a debuff, sorry, but the most OP negative effect in the game. Because it can get past Flux Dispersal, it can get past Mercy, it can get past all these these ways of reducing damage. Because it's passive and it's degeneration. It's basically like two things like no one can be immune to, essentially. Um, the only person that could deal with it right now is Mr. Negative Healing from it. That's it. Other than that, everyone else is fair game. Which I think is extremely valuable in Ebony Ma's case. And Ebony Ma at a rank 1 does more passive degen than Mojo. <laughs> my Mojo at rank 3. So, I mean, he's crazy, crazy good. He really is. Um, Jay, you got anything else over there? Um, oh, uh, I remember what I was going to say. So, in the spring-summer dev diary, they announced alliance raids. Uh, or what do you what do you expect from alliance raids? What are you hoping for? Was there anything else? And like, did they give like a little description of what it was, or something? Uh, they said it was a challenge. So alliance raids or a jewel in the crown, the MCFC in-game experience, providing summoners with threats beyond any scope you have yet to imagine. The most epic battle arrives in 2022. Oh, dude! It sounds so, like it's gonna be like the clash of clans, like raid the other clans thing headquarters. Yeah, I think it'll be like they said. Battle Realm creeks and variant interpretation of our worlds. So Galactus, World of the Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos, the judges of pro- progress. So I think uh-huh. it sounds like a boss fight to me, man. <laughs> yeah, or it sounds like um, sounds like a MOBA. Honestly, it does it really does sound like that? But yeah, that sounds awesome. Anything that could add to the game sounds amazing. 
The only problem I have with anything else they add to the game is the amount of time it takes to do dailies in the game. So, like, they need to cut that down. Because I don't want to be spending five hours a day going through each activity. Um, So if Alliance trades are going to be a big part of MCOC, they need to cut the rest of the time down from, you know... um, uh, uh, from the rest of the stuff. But yeah, I'm all for it, man. It sounds like a lot of fun. Hopefully they put like a chat where you can trash talk to the other alliance. <laughs> That's one thing I'm advocating for is I think we need a bit more trash talk, but not like bad tempered trash talk. I think like, you know, like, hey, your rank three doom sucks or something like, <laughs> something like that. Like, no need to get personal. I think I think stuff like that is healthy for the game. And I think like competition, especially. Like that's why I love Alliance War. It's competitive. It's as competitive as you could be in this game, um, outside of like an incursions tournament. Which an incursions tournament is mostly RNG. So I don't. I really yeah. don't. I really don't like putting my faith in RNG because any and the best player in the world could lose to me in an incursions tournament if things don't go well for them. <laughs> so I, I really, really not like the best of that. But like Alliance War, I love a lot because it's competitive. I like competing against other alliances. Apparently, tier one alliances can actually talk to the other alliance. Which man, if that was me, I'd be I'd be making fun of rank three Korgs. I'd be like, hey, you took this <laughs> trash box to rank three. Look at my Omega Red, slapping it. Yeah, I'd 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 always be talking trash. I think it's fun to do, and I, hopefully they add that in alliance raids where like you send a losing message to the other team, the other alliance, like, hey, get your prestige up, suckers, and then as you destroy their alliance base or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to the survey. There was like a survey like yesterday or the day before. Yeah, I was so, just about to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, about like communication with other people. So um, I wonder if that's definitely something Kabam's looking at. Yeah, and uh, they should also look in at the, the diction thing. You know how you type into the incur- like chat and then the second you back out, I don't know if you guys have iPhones, but you type in the chat and you back out of the chat and it literally brings up that diction pop up every single time. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I have yeah, no idea. I, I think I know what you're talking about. X knows what I'm talking about. That is the most annoying thing ever. They need to get rid of that. Hell yeah, man. Um, okay, we, what about the Summoner Showdown, man? Are you excited for that? Are you going to be applying, trying to... Dude, I was excited for that because there is, there is a reason. It's because if you, like, I think, not if you won, if you got to the semifinals... There was a six-star champion selector, and you could select any champion you want that's in the basic pool. And that was my plan to get Omega Red. Like, n- like no joke. I was actually planning this out to get Omega Red. Like, I was going <laughs> to go into the Summoner Showdown and absolutely try my heart out. Uh, but now that I got Omega Red and Doom <laughs> and basically everyone I wanted, I don't know if I'm as excited for it, especially since there is a parry bug going on. And one of the things I read about the parry bug is that it's it's... It has nothing to do with what Kabam. They didn't like have a bug or anything. It was more, um, it was more like the game engine they had got an update, right? And yeah. they had to update it because, or else it would not be supported. And the second they did that, I threw off the timing of Perry. Uh, what's weird is how inconsistent it is. But yeah, they, so they're working through the night. I'm assuming to try and get this fixed. But just like what happened in 12.0, it's not going to be the same as it ever was. They're going to get as close as they can. Uh, so that's really going to be affecting performance as well. Like, I'm still going to do it, obviously. I think it will be a lot of fun, but I probably won't be as tryhard about it. Uh, but yeah, again, it seems like a lot of fun. Um, and if I get in, I mean, that'd be pretty sick too, but I'm I'm not going to be trying my heart out. Again, like the motivation just isn't there for me anymore because I got the characters I want, I think. And I'm not much of a guy who goes for glory. 
Uh, so yeah, that that's just what I have to think about it. All right. Um, so if uh, if if MCOC could come out with a uh, player versus player in real time, uh, how do you think that could look? Do you think uh, it would be limited to uh, certain star ratings or player level? I think they should just give access to everything. So uh, what I mean by that is. Well, you'd have a competitive mode where, you you know, let's say you go into arena and then you click matchmake and then you match with someone. And then it'll be exactly like Summoner Showdown was like when we watched the streams. Each one of you guys choose a tactic. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, the attacker choose force and then the defender tries to screw them over and then vice versa. I think that's how if they were to do a player versus player, I think that's the perfect format to do it. The only things that have to really keep in mind is that, uh, A, they have to give access to the whole five-star roster even if they don't have it i think it would be really unfair if you got matt if me and jay matched each other uh his account is probably a lot smaller than mine um yep. i could probably find the weaknesses and in, in whatever he doesn't have that really isn't that fair um so they'd have to give access to all five stars but other than that i think it'd be a lot of fun again they have to put a chat in for trash talk and the other thing they need to do i think is change up the tactics i think the tactics that are in alliance war and the tactics that they're going to use for this suck untouchables is bugged to hell and even then it doesn't really get a kill outside of the bug getting a kill um and high ground just stops quake but doesn't really do anything else um it's it's really forgettable other than that i think it's really poorly designed um and then there was i don't even know what the other one was that's how forgettable it is uh but yeah there's those three and i just really want the return of stubborn i think stubborn was like despite um despite it getting a lot of kills and people complaining about item costs i think there was an easier way to fix that than just to lower deaths with useless tactics but stubborn was really good because it limited ghost and quake but it didn't completely destroy them from the meta like when protect came along everyone was quaking everything but before that was stubborn you couldn't quake fights that were defensive champion were on it but you could still quake a lot of other hard fights i think there was a lot of value in quaking but it wasn't as significant as it is now or was in protect um so yeah stubborn was the perfect tactic to limit ghost and quake but not completely destroy them and it, it made alliance war a lot of fun and it made alliance war like it was it was more forgiving to die in alliance war which i think is really important because you have players at the top level like stressing out like they'll go in like omega red versus like a two-star star lord and still be afraid to die because that one death will cost them the war that's how that's how close it is which i think is terrible i think what they need to do is bring back hard tactics it's okay for people to die but they need to just lower item costs so it's not it doesn't cost you forty-two thousand units to heal up your rank three How do, you, how do you think skill-based matchmaking will be a thing? Since they, I think that was in the new survey that mm -hmm. they said. How do you think that'll play out with so PvP? This the, so this is for the player versus player thing, yeah? Yeah. It would just be how how they would design it. I think it would be based off record. I think that's that's probably the number one okay. uh, thing is like if, if you're having a really like winning record, I think you'd be placed against someone who's maybe having equally as winning of a record but it also depends on what opponents you face like again if you face some like level two scrub and you win four four times against people like that uh that shouldn't be held at the same i think they should just do what they did with arena honestly having the beginner intermediate and uh expert brackets 
that could be a start to trying to level out the matchmaking system. And yeah, uh, basing it off record and the quality of opponents beaten. Like if you beat someone really good, like if I beat Suida, that count <laughs> that should count for a lot, right? Uh, you know. But uh, so yeah, um, that's not gonna happen because. <laughs> hey, who knows, man? I don't know, man. If he picks Kamala Khan, you know, I'm picking like Doom or something, uh, for on my defense round. But then if I pick Omega, he's gonna pick a robot because he knows what he's doing. I don't know. Omega against robots isn't that bad. Only thing you really have to do is make sure you get to your spores and don't lose them. Like, you gotta pray to God you don't lose them. I, I think I took 50% of Darkhawk, the SOP Darkhawk, with my rank 3 Omega, but it was like a real challenge. You had to get to 10 spores and pray he doesn't dash away. And then you gotta make sure your degen's on them at all time. But the second you get to 10 spores, Omega shreds still. So, yeah, um, that's, that's my way of constructing that matchmaking. Right on. So, um, what has been your uh, favorite piece of content in-game so far? Uh, I think it's probably been the Grandmaster Gauntlet. I think that was done perfectly. Uh, or as close to perfectly as they could. The reason for it is that it was hard. But it wasn't... I, I have to give some context here with the Karina challenges. The Karina challenges aren't challenges. They're just... Well, they're just really easy or like so dumb hard and impossible that you have to spend 80 revives. And and it doesn't matter how good you are in in the let's say the inhumans one. It doesn't matter how good you are with Quake or Star or Medusa or how good you are with Star Lord or how good you are in the game, that enraged timer will always screw you over. So it really didn't give you opportunities to actually show skill. It just it was more of like grind as many revives as you can and pray, which I don't, I don't like it when Kabam links the difficulty of challenges to how many items you use. I don't think that's a good idea. How the Grandmaster Gauntlet differed was you could do it in 9,000 units, but then as like MSD or like Sweet approved, and they're the best of our community at the game, but they're, they're all at an attainable skill level. I believe anyone can be as good as anyone. That's, that's, that's definitely my belief on it. Um, but yeah... Um, if you just put in the work. But like as they proved, you could do it in none. Which is crazy, because it's supposed to be the hardest piece of content. But it proved that the most challenging piece of content isn't necessarily the ones you use the most items for. It's some that you need to plan out. It's some that you need to really practice and lab the matchup for. Like those guys put in the work and they got the reward from it. And I think that was the best piece of content ever. It was rewarding. Um and it got people excited about the game. Like I was super excited about the game. And people were around me were excited about the game. And I don't know, I don't know, Summer of Pain hasn't been that right now, just because it's only one fight a week and, and, and they've been relatively easy. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that, that's been the best piece of content released. And I'd say like second would be Abyss, just because it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so uh, if you could bring like a side quest or uh, an event quest back from back in the day, what what would it be? One that you've enjoyed? Uh, the Grandmaster got no. Um, <laughs> I actually don't remember, man. I really don't remember uh, much from back in the day. Um, I apparently Mutant Treasure Island was good. I wasn't around for that. Like I was, really? I was, I was on my vacation from the game. I think I was like three and a half years in to my vacation. <laughs> so uh, apparently that one was really good. If I were to bring one back that I was around for, it would be like the Gamma one. Because uh, there was like a five-star generic gem in that. There was a lot of good stuff in that. 
uh th- that one was pretty fun or are the the mole man ones where it's like it's like not a what, what was it one there was like a mole man event where you'd go in and it's like it's like two three fights per path and you get a lot of stuff out of it that one yeah, was a really good event rewards. that was cool um yeah and i i couldn't complete the Mulaney challenge that month so i like that back just for revenge <laughs> but yeah um yeah uh jay you got anything else over there uh, i think the last one is just what do you how do you so we talked you talked about those events what about the event we have now with the side quest how do you feel about it being confusing or do you you think it's what do you think about it the side quest is beautiful this month actually if you if this interview was a month from now i would have asked for this side quest back because okay. it gives it gives so much gold, it gives so much ISO, it gives so much shards. Like it's like a thousand five star shards per completion, four hundred six star shards, and like two tier six ISO. It's pretty crazy. Um, it's it's really 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 rewarding. I was able like on July fourth, I went off. Like I I I had like three. I did three rank threes that day, and oh. and I, my ISO was gone, gold was gone, sanity gone, everything was gone. <laughs> And and yeah, with this side quest, like my ISO stash is all back. It's pretty crazy. It's probably because I've been grinding um, arena a lot as well, and grinding the EQ. I've been doing it really early instead of doing it super late. But yeah, uh, that that's this side quest has been amazing. It hasn't really been confusing. The the thing that's been confusing is the summer summer resort thing. That, well, that's that's what been I mean. pretty confusing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that thing is confusing as hell, man. Um. I'm not sure like where I get all those tokens from. Like I know I get them from the milestones, but like will I have enough to get everything? Like can I get the four three thousand four star shards seven times? Because that's a pretty useful thing to pick up. So yeah, I'm I'm really not sure about the summer resort thing. I bought the summer resort plus pass because I just kind of I was like yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna I already, ask. So I already right. dropped like. X amount of money on July 4th this little bit here you know it won't matter that much so yeah I already bought that but um yeah I'm not sure how it works I'm just gonna just gonna wait before I spend anything claim all the milestones make sure I do my 10 fights a day and yeah nothing wrong should happen if I do that very nice um Jay you got anything else over there um uh, oh, oh I guess we can have you seen Black Widow to end it off uh, spoilers free or, or, no, spo- or, or no spoilers where have you seen loki i haven't seen black widow but okay. i've been like the biggest loki fan hell ever. yeah like let me tell you something guys i think loki is the best marvel like anything to come out of the mcu not just show i think it's better than endgame and, and infinity war personally yeah totally uh oh what are your favorite parts so far oh dude okay um Starting from the beginning, right? Um, everything. Like, I honestly couldn't choose, man. <laughs> uh, but no, some of the some of the best parts have just been like like just Loki's character in general. Uh, Owen Owen Wilson is that his name? The guy who plays Mobius. Yeah. He's he's a beautiful human being. I love that dude. <laughs> yeah, he, wow. he's he's actually he's probably been my favorite character. He's funny. He's charismatic. And and the buddy buddy with him and Loki is is great. You know what I mean? It's not something we've seen before, but it's something we've seen before is the only way I can describe it. Like like kind of like um two cops that are best friends in a movie, kind of like that, right? But it was done yeah. so differently 
that it's awesome. Uh, Sylvie has been amazing as well as a, a sort of antagonist that became protagonist. Like, I think she was done super well. Uh, that episode with them on what was that planet called that's like falling apart? That was awesome, man. Like, like Lamentous. it was like Lamentous yeah. One. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, like what, like the graphics were amazing. The part at the end with, with the something exploding, I'm not going to say it. I don't want to spoil too much. But that was beautifully done. Like, you thought they were going to make it in time, but they didn't. It was crazy. Uh, and, and you thought, like, that's it. Loki series is over. The three episodes, they were just trying to throw us off. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, episode two, I think, was the one that, like, really, really got me hooked. Because episode one was slightly confusing, and they, they tried to do a lot of world building in that. Because they have to, right? It would be really weird if they I love didn't. world building, man. Yeah. So it was it was it was okay. It wasn't like the best hook, but it was already better than everything in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So so oh, you know, everyone stuck around for it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, episode two, like when he stepped into that teleporter at the end, you were like, "Wow, stuff got real." And then they played that score that's so good by Natalie Holt. Like it's like the one at the end with the end credit scene. They played that song, and I have it on my phone downloaded. Like, I did it immediately. It was such a good score. And then by then, I was hooked. I, I couldn't, like, stop thinking about it. I watched, like, episode two and three and four, like, I think five, six times now, honestly. It's such a good show. Um, episode five, the one that recently came out, wasn't as good. I didn't like it as much as two, three, four. But it was, like, really, really top-notch still. Dude, it was so good. So many Easter eggs, yeah. man. I was looking at the I, screen, I was like, was... holy crap. Oh I yeah, I didn't great. understand any of the Easter eggs. That's probably really? why oh, I didn't like the appreciate Thanos it. Copter? Oh man. Everyone's been telling me about that. I still don't know what that is. <laughs> so in the in Infin- in an endgame, Thanos has his blade, his double blade, which he spins around like a helicopter blade. Oh. So it's like a whole thing. Because in the comics he has his Thanos copter. Yeah. It was oh, really my good. God, I can't believe that's a thing. Yeah, old Loki with his illusion. Old Loki, yeah. Yeah. yeah, old Loki is cool. who I want to be when I grow up. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm like <laughs> becoming a senior and aging, I want to be this dude. I'll get the same outfit and everything. Uh, <laughs> young Loki wasn't that bad. I don't know. Some people didn't like him. Kid I, Loki. I, I didn't really mind him, Kid Loki. I think it was pretty cool that his his uh, what's it called event was killing Thor. That that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Frog oh, Thor. Yeah. Frog man. <laughs> yeah. Throg, yeah, he was jumping in that little glass container. Oh, he oh, didn't think voice on him? Yeah, uh, Crick, I think Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah, he voiced yeah. him. That's crazy, man. They got everyone in for that. Uh, the the Loki's betraying each other scene was was very <laughs> funny. I and then when he got his hand bit off, that was hilarious, man. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, dude. Uh, did you did you watch Black Widow yet? Nah, no, I didn't yeah, watch I didn't, Black no. Widow. Okay. Uh, I'm okay. waiting for theaters to open up. We're so close. It's it's the 11th today. It's almost the 12th, I guess. So like four or five more days, theaters open, gyms open, like so many great things open in Ontario. So yeah, uh, I'm just waiting for that. I want to watch it in theaters because A, it's cheaper. B, it's it's just better. I want to go to the theater. Uh, Jay was think showing me yesterday the 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 Black Widow popcorn. Bucket, yeah. yeah, yo, I'm getting that, man. I'm getting that. That's super cool. But I've heard it's really good. I heard they messed up Taskmaster, but other than that, it's it's really good. Um, 
but yeah, I didn't. When it comes to the rest of the shows, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it was it was kind of bland. And then I didn't watch. I haven't watched WandaVision yet. So okay. Taskmaster was fine in my opinion. Okay, then maybe it's just someone's opinion then. Yeah, I I th- I've I've seen it. I thought the Taskmaster was okay. I don't mm-hmm. know. It, but I'm I know nothing about, about it. But yeah, it was fine. They um, could have done better. It is yeah. what it is. Um. But yeah, I, I was thinking about hosting a, a watch party for Black Widow sometime oh, this week, next next weekend or this week. So I that's know. a good idea. I'd be there because I know nothing about the movie. I haven't watched any trailers. Cool. Um, okay. Nice. Nothing. That's how I like going into these is is not watching trailers, not really thinking about it. So that way, when I get to it, and I don't overthink it, right? And I get to it, it's just uh, you just watch. I, I I don't like like I don't like it when people try to analyze marvel movies and try to like point to comic book (laughs) origins to try and predict the plot like no dude just sit down watch the movie have fun um so that's how i like to go about it for sure um yeah dude so uh is there anything that we can look forward to um on your channel um uh, well i did a lot of thinking about it and i want to upload the rest of my alliance war videos from season 27 I've only uploaded one so far. It's done really well for an Alliance War video. I'm not sure how it exploded, but uh, YouTube algorithm goes burr. I think that's the meme. Man, I sounded like I was 40 years old when I said that. Oh, God, can we... Craig, can we delete that, please? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, uh, there's that. And then there's also um, probably all my rank threes. I have 10 rank threes. I want to make 10 videos for each one, uh, (laughs) just showing them off and testing them out. Um, I'm extremely blessed to have 10 rank threes. It's pretty crazy. Uh, and the 10 like really good ones that I'm extremely happy with. Uh, unlike, I don't know, like like having to rank up Miles Morales or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Xander. <laughs> but yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh-oh, <laughs> he's, he's in chat. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, I'd like to make, I'd like to make uh, videos just showcasing them. And then... Uh, if I have any more time in the beta, I'd actually be testing the theories and and trying to make videos about them. But yeah, for me it was, for me it's all about like alliance war. Like that's where I want to be. I want to be in masters one day. Uh, I really want to compete at the highest level. So like me focusing on alliance war on my channel is probably gonna happen. But that doesn't mean I won't be doing other things. And you know anything with this game is gonna be a lot of fun. All the SOP bosses I will have solos for as well, or have a stream where we can theorycraft. Uh, okay, because I, f- I find that a lot of fun to do. And yeah, I will be doing three of the three of the Karina challenges in the upcoming month as well. So there will be streams for that. So yeah, that's all I can really think about now. Um, oh, and actually, one more thing I want to talk about is I have a special project I wanted to do. Uh, I'm I'm still working on it. It's it's really really complex, but it's very similar to a tier list, but it's not exactly like like the bog standard tier list that we see where like you, you just put a character in to a letter grade and just say yeah um for me uh i want to do more i'm trying to make this tier list as objective as possible which is impossible but like you could get as close as you can to it because a tier list is always a subjective thing it's it's based on someone's opinion but i want to make it as objective as possible and that's the goal of this tier list that's all i really want to say about it now because it's still a really early project but yeah, I'm pretty excited about that as well. Awesome. Yeah, dude, I'm looking forward to all that. Uh, so, um, 
I want to thank everybody for uh, coming by this this evening and uh, joining us for another episode of XN Interviews. I want to thank uh, Slayman and Jay for being here. Um, yeah, you guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that statement. Um, so right, is Omega well, Red. Just had to throw yeah. that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, have a good night, everybody. Take care.